You're listening to the Geek and Glitter podcast, where we talk all things geeky, from fashion to lifestyle. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. This is episode 56 of the podcast. I'm Wendy Lee, and joining me as always is my amazing co-host, Nikita Francois. Hello, Wendy. How are you on this beautiful, beautiful morning? Doing so, so, so good. Though I will say my allergies have been kicking in. Oh, it's no. been pretty bad lately. Yeah, I don't know if it's – it typically gets worse in the summer, but I also don't know if it's like I have to – what's the word? Change my air filter in the house. Uh, mm-hmm. So that might be it. But I'm waking up in the morning with like just the inner corners really itchy. Mm. And, you, and you're just like, don't scratch it. Don't <laughs> rub it because it's going to make it worse. So right. I, yeah, I've been taking my allergy pills like every single day for like the last week, which is something I don't typically like to do. I like to go without it if I can because they make me feel just a little drowsy. Right. But I, I also would like to like not have itchy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who wants that? Nobody wants that. Not Nobody first thing wants in the morning. That. Ain't no got time for that. Ain't no one got time for the itchy eyes. <laughs> well, you guys, the Geek and Glitter podcast, uh, Nikita and I pick a bunch of topics to kind of talk about anything that's in the within the geek world, whether it's movie news, new makeup, fashion, uh, lifestyle, and of course, wrapping up the show with a little shout out corner where we like to shout out some of our favorite foods, products, small businesses, and so much more. And we usually kind of open the show here with some of the topics, just, you know, small bite-sized news. So maybe that's what we'll call this topic. Oh, bite-sized. I like bite that. Bite-sized. Geek size, but mm, okay, working title. <laughs> but we do have a, a little update for you guys on the Her Fashion, Her Universe Fashion Show. So the last time we spoke, we talked about, of course, all the designs we saw and the um, judges' winner, which they were two this year, a tie. And there was, a, you know, a bit of voting going on for the audience. So they just revealed on Wednesday the audience choice, and it. Uh, it was Vivian Lee who created the armor look. It was she had the full on like pantsuit. I don't want to call Which it pantsuit. Great. Pants at a top. This gorgeous, yeah, marbling like fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, that she had very high fashion. She turned the headgear, the helmet that the armor wear into a very gorgeous, very dainty headpiece with little right. tiny spikes on it. Got a bit of fur uh, on her outfit, the cape, and I am so happy for. All three winners this year. I mean, I'm very proud of all the designers. I think, again, they put in tremendous effort, uh, extremely talented people, but I'm very excited for our three winners who gets to go on and create now a a design for her universe, or should I say Hot Topic, um, and they're doing the Jurassic World collection. That'll be released in 2022. It's so cool. I can't wait to see, like, I think the movie is coming out then, so... I'm pretty sure the collection will, you know, be released timed to the movie's release. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a good time. I can't wait to see. That means there's three brains working on it. That means it's a bigger collection. Right, exactly. So it's, again, super, super cool. And congrats to Vivian. Congratulations. Um, and speaking to what we're also excited about is makeup. I think I forever and always will be excited for, even though I have tons of makeup and I try not to buy too much new stuff until like my old stuff runs out because I have way too many palettes, but then, you know, an Ulta ad comes in and you're looking at now, you know, new makeup and you're like, oh no, what is this? So I'm surprised. I was kind of surprised to see this. Um, 
Gilmore Girls, a very popular TV show, um, have done a collab with Ulta, and they have a full Gilmore Girls makeup collection. It's not too big of a collection. They've got some lippies, some uh, eyeliner, some nail polish, and some hair accessory, and a little bath set. But I think looking at everything... I think the most quote-unquote Gilmore Girl, the thing that ties in Gilmore Girl the most, is the uh, Ulta Beauty Collection Gilmore Girls Luke's Diner's Bath Set, which has nothing to do with makeup, but it is self-care. And it comes in a little, it looks like a tin or something like that. It's like a Luke's um, Coffee Mug from Luke's Coffee, mm-hmm. which I think out of the whole collection, it really ties into like Stars Hollow and the and, and the whole theme of the show the most. And you get two uh, items in it. You get an almond milk scented milky moisturizer. Yum. Mm-hmm. And a caramel latte scented shower gel. I don't know how you like don't want to, as you're bathing, you're like, mm, I kind of want to make you like get coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to smell like almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that so much. And another cute thing in the collection is like this little hair accessory. It's got, um, it's a very like ginnam picnic-y type of a, a set, which I guess kind of falls into the more Rory type of a look. Right. That's exactly the feel I'm getting. Yeah. There's like a little knotted headband. There's a little two little scrunchies. And then moving on to the makeup side, I don't see a eyeshadow palette. Right. Um, but I do see a lip crayon set for different colors. And this reminds me of the ColourPop um, lippy sets that they have sometimes in their collab as well. And there's, there's four colors. There's a classic, which is a matte red. No cell phones, which is a matte nude. Um, Vicious Trollop, a glossy mouth. And First Kiss, a glossy nude. So more muted tones, which kind of makes sense if you think about, you know, both of the ladies. They they go t- tend to go more neutral, especially uh, Rory. Um, the, and then they have a little, what is this? A makeup brush and sponge set. So mm-hmm. overall, for the it's it's a very cute collection. I love that it's you know kind of neutral every day, but it doesn't really tie in for me as as a big fan of Gilmore Girls. It doesn't tie in that the need for like oh this this says worry this says Lorelai or this says stars hollow like I definitely wanted a little bit more than that which is I think if I were to get anything from the set it would have been the Luke Steiner um bath set so I can smell a caramel latte right (laughs) (laughs) what do you think of this collection Nikita I mean I get exactly what you're saying I'm not sure if it's the packaging that's not selling it 100% for me or the should I say lack of items mm-hmm. for this collab i think for me it's a little bit of both um aside from the like you mentioned the you know the headband and the scrunchies and then the packaging for the nail polish set it's not screaming you know gilmore girl gilmore girls rory or you know it's not giving me that you know we've talked about other collections before where you see the packaging is like oh I want that. I need that. Even mm-hmm. if I never use it, it's just going to look pretty or nice on my vanity or wherever you store your makeup or whatever. Um, this I is going to get you know lost in my things. It's I feel like it's going to turn into an afterthought that it was a collaboration, you know, of Gilmore right. Girls with Ulta. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I think it's very cute. I think it's very cute. Um, but I think 
aside from the the loose coffee mug, which is like a dead giveaway of anything Gilmore Girls, right. I would I would possibly walk past this in the store unless exactly. there was a giant like cutout of Gilmore Girls, you know, or something on the on the display. So I wish that in the future, when they do collapse like this, that they they give us more. You know, even if they can't do more products, they do more for the packaging. Agreed. Like make it a little bit more creative, you know, or something that's reminiscent of, of what the girls wore or did in the packet, like in the show or something like that. Right. And I'm all kind of surprised, too. None of these items are named after any of the any of the boys. Exactly. Which Good is point. like, right. yeah, so pivotal to to Rory's like entire arc where, you know, like it's kind of like a, as she grows, the, the different um, men in her life that that are also sweet. Like I still sometimes can't decide if I'm team Jess, if I'm team Logan, if I'm team. Well, I think I think she screwed over Dean pretty badly. <laughs> that is the common consensus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, but anyways, moving on to from one makeup collab to the next. Nikita, what do you have for us? I have the Powerpuff Girls by ColourPop Cosmetics collaboration. This took me by surprise. I had no idea that this was coming or that it was being dropped. But, ooh-wee, does it look nice. It will be available as of August 1st. So I believe by the time this episode airs, hopefully there will still be enough of the collection in stock for you to snatch up and get your Blossom, Buttercup, and Bubbles spill with this beautiful, fun, very colorful uh, makeup set. So if you have a chance to take a look online, you'll see, again, they have a ton of products, which surprised me when I actually went to dig deep and find out what we're getting, what will be our bang for our buck. You can get the entire collection, which are multiple palettes, multiple lippies, uh, hair clips, blush, eyeshadow, again, a ton of stuff for $115. That's not bad. It is not bad at all. It's about $30 off its original full value of $142. Again, they have different palettes, which are kind of themed to each of the Powerpuff Girls. So you have Blossom, Buttercup, and Bubbles. Um, So the Blossom set is more in the pinky range. The Buttercup, more in the green. And Bubbles, kind of more in the blue packaging. All of them come with the same things, though. So it's not necessarily like you have to pick and choose um, one from the other if you don't want to. So again, you get hair clips, lippies, eyeshadows, blushes, and everything I have to say comes in really, really cute packaging. So I'm so sorry, Gilmore Girls by Ulta, but this is how you sell me a collaboration so that when I walk into the store and I see this, I immediately know what I'm looking at, what I'm buying, and I feel like I am one of the Powerpuff Girls. 100%. This is bam, in your face, very bright Packaging. Super bright, yeah. Super bright, which I I, I get it. You know, Powerpuff Girls is bright and, and you know, pops. The color pops. Gilmore Girls is a little less that. However, we want to look at the collection. They've got, you know, an eyeshadow palette. We've got blush. We've got these color sticks. And we've got hair clips. And hair, hair clips, accessories. Right? <laughs> and it just, yeah, it just screams Gilmore, uh, sorry, wrong, wrong show, which just screams <laughs> Powerpuff Girls. It's so cute. I am kind of looking at, there's a couple of things that I'm looking at. 
The hand right. color stick is very pretty. Right. Yeah. Looking at that for sure. Blue typically doesn't look good on me, but I might also try the green one. And the whole thing is just so cute. And it's kind of got that little bit of the nostalgia bit in there, like with the little uh, the little roller um, gloss kit. Exactly. The glass is a total throwback to, you know, when we were growing up, won't give away our age range. But, you know, <laughs> these roller glasses were the thing. Like, how many did you have? What flavors? What colors? Did it sparkle? Did it shine? <laughs> yeah. That was the, the, the lip smackers. Right, right. Exactly. They also have a bubble bath bar, which is in the shape of a star, which looks super cute, and a lip mask. So they're appealing, it seems, to a couple of generations here. You have the bright packaging and colorful, fun aspect of it that'll catch the eyes of a younger generation for sure. And then you're appealing to me with the mask kit, you know, bubble bath bar. Yes, please. Please. (laughs) Now, this collection is super cute. I love that they went full range from like, you know, bath, self-care type stuff right. to a little hair accessory to makeup. Um, and ColourPop, their pigmentation is generally pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their, their stuff is pretty consistent and their price is also really, really good. Exactly. I know for many years that, you know, ColourPop's been around. That's been one of their main you know, standing points that their makeup is affordable to all. And mm-hmm. they've definitely priced this collab, I think, in a way so that no one can really feel excluded. I'm sure you can find something within your price range where you feel like you're able to snatch a little piece of this funness without breaking the bank. Just who has time for that? <laughs> exactly. So it's very cute. If you're looking for it, it is still available on the ColourPop website. Usually they sell out pretty quick, though. So Mm -hmm. I say if you're interested in any items, just pick it up um, ASAP. Otherwise, it's going to go bye-bye. It'll be (laughs) bye. And quick note, I'm looking at the website now. looks like they have Afterpay. So if you're really on a tight budget and you need to break it down into four payments, jump on it quickly. Go, go, go. We love that. Go get your stuff. Go get it all. (laughs) And one last thing before we move on to our main topics here, uh, you know, Animal Crossing New Horizons has kind of been the game that saved us in the pandemic. It came out (laughs) not purposely timed, but it came out just at the right time, early March in 2020, which so many people went out and bought immediately and started creating their own little island, which at the top of the pandemic was very helpful because we're all kind of going crazy in our house. I think at this point we've gotten a little... We pivoted enough to got to have gotten used to it, but it was definitely a saving grace. So Animal Crossing, while not as I mean, it's still, you know, very wildly played, but it's not like the top of the conversation kind of game anymore. Right. Uh, you know, as everybody's getting vaccinated, things are continuing to open up all over, all over the place, though. I don't I don't know, because this Delta variant is interesting. Right. We, we we really don't know what's going to happen with yeah, that. We really we really don't know. So you know what, you guys keep keep washing those hands. Keep up your good personal hygiene. Don't touch your face when you're out and take your vitamin C. Take your vitamins. <laughs> but we do have some uh, major seasonal uh, additions and updates as they continue to do throughout the year. And we've con- kind of, you know, have gotten more and more events and more and more items. But the latest one that we're getting is now we're going to be having in in the Nook shop um, things that you can shop for the fall so you can get some of the pumpkin stuff already, I believe. 
in the uh, Nook shop, which normally I think it's like a DIY that you have to pick up either from the little message in the bottle on the right. beach or acquire it from a balloon or a fellow uh, villager who is building it. But I think now you can get it, which I think once you buy it, and then after the event unlocks, you can actually like make it or something like that. I don't uh, remember the specifics, okay. but I think it makes it a little bit easier, though I don't remember. It's honestly, I've abandoned my island for months, so I need to go back. Same. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it probably sure. looks like trash. Exactly. <laughs> so this one we're getting, I'm very excited about this. Um, for August, once you have downloaded the update which is literally just tomorrow. So by the time you guys are listening to this, the update would have kicked in high gear. Every night in August, we get a fireworks show, which is going to be so fun and exciting to log in and take a look. But they also have some new food items, including boba. Stop! Your villagers can now have cotton candy and boba. Oh my gosh. Which I think is super cute. And I want to say there's like different color cotton candies too. It's not just like your typical green and uh, pink and blue. So that's really exciting. And then I was watching a video uh, and they have a lot of data miners who kind of look into the codes for Animal Crossing and try to decipher what is up Mm -hmm. for us next. And there's this interesting thing that is coming that's called Museum Cafe. Oh, so I don't know exactly what that means, but if it means a cute little coffee shop. Oh, my gosh. That's in the cafe where you can go in and take photos and sit. I am 100% for it. Got to get back in there and spruce up my little island, I guess. Yeah, time to go back and pull some weeds because, you know, they're, right. now your island's overgrown. Overgrown and just a shambles. <laughs> so we'll be doing that uh, over the next course, over the next month or so. Nikita and I will go back collectively on our uh, respective islands. And, right. And we should probably do like a little island island visit. It's It's been a minute. We should. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> let me clean it up go, before I embarrass right, myself. Right, right, exactly. It's like, let me go pick up all the sticks that I have lying around please <laughs> I've done that before I'm like crap I have, I have nowhere uh, and they just open up you know like uh, this room doesn't nobody sees it. it's the basement so I'll just right. dump everything <laughs> in here and then your like homeowner like whatever score goes down because they're like Horrible. hey did you know you have some things lying around on the floor here's oh. some tips I'm like I don't 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 look in my house don't just no one look in that corner <laughs> This is awesome. So Isn't it? I know. (laughs) Animal Crossing is very relaxing. It is. Yes. I love it. Like you're not frustrated because you can't beat a boss. You're just (laughs) digging and growing trees. Unless you accidentally uh my friend my friend did this. He went to pick um the radish. He was gonna grab it out of his like storage to go over to to sell it. And you know how there's different options and it says like pick one radish, pick all radish or eat. Right. He chose eat. And he ate the ones that he had instead of taking it to the shop. My goodness. And he was so upset because he was like, uh, because he had been tracking like the turnip, turnip, not radish, I'm sorry, the turnip prices. Right, right, right. And he ended up eating it instead of selling oh, it. My he was goodness. sick of he hit the wrong button. He was so, ah. he texted me. He's like, Wendy, I just made a horrible error. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I thought something was terrible, like something went terribly wrong. He's like, 
I ate my I ate, I ate my I turnips. ate my turnip. I'm like, oh my god! But also, I get the frustration because I've done that before too. Ridiculous. Oh my gosh! Oh man! All right, everyone, we're gonna go ahead and move on to our main topics here, and this is where Nikita and I each pick um and a single topic that we discuss uh, throughout the rest of the show, and both of us kind of. Uh, Today's topics are both sort of rooted in movie news, in the movie news uh, world. So we'll go ahead and go. I don't know what is going on. There's a lot of drama right now going on in Hollywood. Um, And this is a big one. I was very surprised when this popped up on my news feed. And I was like, is this for real? Mm -hmm. Uh, Megastar Scarlett Johansson. I call her a megastar because she's been in 50 million things and not just Black Widow. And I think she's earned her her pay. she is suing Disney over the release of Black Widow. So she filed this last week, um, and she claims that the day and date release of Marvel's Black Widow on Disney Plus and in theaters was a breach of her contract. So the lawsuit says that Disney, the Disney Plus release basically took away potential theater goers, and it cost her potential money like compensation that would have been tied into the movie's um, theatrical revenue so we all know that many many um, studios well two specifically that we know of um, and that means it's Disney and WB have pivoted their release schedule and now they do like a day and date release which means the movie comes out in theaters and also on their respective streaming platform on the same day. The difference is Disney Plus, you can be a subscriber, but you still have to pay the $29.99 or whatever price that they have set in order to watch whatever title that they've released, such as Mulan. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember if Soul was a premiere access, but Jungle Cruises. Right, right. Soul, I don't believe was, uh, I don't but think Cruella it was, was a premiere Cruella access. Was also. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. And also that one was definitely worth your $29.99. Agreed. That one was really good. Um, and uh, so that is Scarlett Johansson's kind of base for her, for her lawsuit, which I will say, girl, get your money. If you were promised this, then go ahead and get your money. However, Disney did um, fire back at her lawsuit, and they called her lawsuit a callous disregard for the COVID-19 pandemic. And and then they went ahead and revealed what she's received so far mm-hmm. from the project, which I thought was a bit – I felt that call, – call the lawsuit what you will because I get like there's going to be a little bit of back and forth with this. Um but I don't feel that releasing what she's made so far is is fair. I felt that was a bit underhanded. And I felt that if, unless it was talked about that it was okay for them to reveal it, then it would be. But I think how much stars make, unless it's public, like unless they decide to let us know, it should be left private. Like we have no business how much they make. You already know they're making lots of money. You already know this. But anyways, Miss Garjo was not happy with, you know, Disney's decision to to go day and date. So she went ahead and um, uh, filed a lawsuit. So I don't want to dive too much into her own personal, you know, battle. And I do believe this now that now that it's kind of out. I don't think 
it'll explode into bigger things publicly. I think now it'll be settled between her lawyers and the Disney's um, lawyers, and they'll figure it out probably out of court. I feel like there, there'll be a settlement that'll be reached. Um, but I imagine that's what the next thing we'll hear about it. I don't think it's going to blow up more. However, I, I brought up this topic because we are in the age of the pandemic where things are pivoting and not all movie studios have done the day and date, but some are. And this could be like a format moving forward. So Nikita, do you foresee, I, that, and that's why I kind of wanted to bring this topic into um, our, our episode today, is do you think now more and more actors will kind of follow suit and say, you know what, you're right. I want the money that was promised to me in my contract. And this release schedule hurts the potential of the money I could have I could have made. And so how do you feel about all of that? I think, I, firstly, I this is definitely going to open up a little bit of a Pandora's box. Not that it's necessarily wrong on the star's end at all. I am, from what I've heard, Emma Stone is now lawyering up as well, now that she's taken a, like, taken in what Scarlett Johansson has done and is allegedly getting prepared to follow suit with the release of Cruella because the same exact thing ended up happening with her. So understanding that, you know, a year, actually more like two years ago, when these actors were signing these contracts for these films, there was no way anyone could have predicted this pandemic. So if we're just speaking strictly on a contractual basis, like you said before, girl, go get your money because obviously no one could have predicted the pandemic and that the theaters would be hurt by everyone being predominantly at home and not feeling safe enough to go out into the movie theaters. However, with the billions of dollars these studios make every single year, I think you can still cut them that whatever it is, 10, 20, 30 million dollar checks like, hey, we're going to do this dual release, you know, at home premiere access and theatrical it may cut back from what you would have earned from your theatrical release. However, to honor your contract where you would have made, you know, $20 million or whatever, right? We will pay you that in one lump sum, call it a day. There you go. I think if studios had approached it from that way, we wouldn't be hearing about this at all right now, or it'd be just a little bit of chitter chatter about, okay, hey, how do we incorporate this now into our contracts? Like, oh, just in case, the studio flips on the last minute and they want to do a dual release. Can we have some kind of addendum or something in our contract that still ensures we're compensated fairly? Yeah, I agree with that. So, and we like, you probably remember this from WB when they first announced that they were going to go day and date. It wasn't just the talent or the directors that were upset about the decision, but movie theaters also because exactly. they already like, they don't really make that money. That's why their concessions so expensive. And once I realized that, once I learned that, I felt a little less angry when I would purchase concession. <laughs> you know, right. It's like, like oh, this is how you guys are staying afloat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That or like maybe do like a like – a, if a movie is good enough, pr- the previously to the pandemic, I would do a, a, a double watch. So I would like oh, give yeah. my money to the box office. Like this movie's so good, I want to experience it again, and I will go and watch it again, so that the the movie can make a little bit off the box office right, right. for the following weekend. But yeah, with um, you know, with, with the lawsuit and with exactly what you said, like people aren't returning to theater potentially because they can say, oh, I can just catch it on Disney Plus with the thirty dollars, especially if you have like a family of like four plus. 
$30 to buy one movie and then all the concession you want That sounds really appealing. Yes. Because so <laughs> now my concessions are my at-home, you know, <laughs> fettuccine Alfredo and a yes. bottle of wine. Yes, <laughs> yes. Unlimited bathroom breaks. <laughs> <laughs> right you can postmate some popcorn if you want exactly and i will popcorn. have my phone on during this movie <laughs> <laughs> and what yeah yeah you can talk during the movie nobody cares you can just rewind so there's definitely a lot of comfort of watching movies from home which is why i think a lot of people also you know the pandemic certainly have something to do with that um but we talk about the kind of giving the the actors the pay that they were um contracted to have i want to say the reason we maybe didn't hear about this prior is because WB slash, H- slash HBO paid out their actors on the back end once they started to, like, you know, once the ripple effects started with that. They, so WB was kind of the first to kind of solidify, like, this is going to happen because Disney kind of picks and chooses. Right, right, uh, exactly. Yeah. So, and I believe, like, Al Gadot and, and some of the other actors got there. Like, they would go in and estimate the math of, like, mm-hmm. this is how much we think kind of exactly as you said earlier – and then gave given them the back end, which I imagine is what will happen with the Scarlett Johansson case. I mean, I don't know. They could, you know, really dig in their heels and say nope. But I don't imagine that. I imagine that they will they will reach an agreement. Um, and for any future um, deals, I imagine now this when people lawyer up and before they sign any contract, they're going to be looking for that. Like, is this what if it goes to day and day and they'll right. build that like addendum into like a, they'll put a memo in and be like, if this happens, then we either renegotiate or this is how much like I want to be promised. And then, you know, and I think so. It, it's be- it's better that this happened now. I'm sorry that it has to be Scarlett Johansson who, who right to like kind of take the brunt of it. it. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel kind of bad for her, you know. Like Black Widow movie too late, didn't do great in the box office. Um, and I wonder if it would have been different if it was during the pandemic because I like the movie very much. Right. There, there were a couple of decisions that the the film made that I was kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't know, but I still liked it because I've wanted a Black Widow movie for so long. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to keep an eye on what the future holds for things like this. And it turns out that Gerald Butler is also suing. Right. For Olympus has fallen. Yeah. But that I think I didn't read in too much. He's seeking like $10 million. Um, I think that was just it's just not the full. He didn't receive the full money that the movie made. I like see. I, so I it's a little the, different, I guess. Yeah. It's it's not the because that movie is much older. It was pre right, know, pandemic. Right. So, but it, but it is interesting that all, it's just, I just thought it was because it's so dramatic and it was so like, everything just kind of happened all within the same day. And I'm like, right, is there something right. in the moon that we don't know about? <laughs> what this planet is, in, is retrograde today? Yeah, which one, which one of you is messing around? <laughs> well, from one piece of Hollywood news to the next, Nikita, what do you have for us today? Yeah, we're kind of staying in the superhero world of news and not the greatest, but also I, this is a piece of news that I actually respect 100%. Um, David Ayer, the director of the first Suicide Squad uh, film, will not be pushing to hashtag release the Ayer cut. He wrote what I thought was a very moving heartfelt, beautiful letter um, that he posted on his social media explaining uh, more than just, oh, why I'm not releasing the air cut, but he gave us insight 
into his background, like what kind of life he grew up in, his lifestyle, why he is, how he is as a human being, which I thought, again, was very moving and humanizing. And it opened up a side to him I don't think anyone has ever been privy to before. And in doing so, set us up for his love of the Suicide Squad. And I'm just going to read a quick excerpt, excerpt of what he wrote here, where he says, I put my life into Suicide Squad. I made something amazing. My cut is intricate and emotional journey with some, quote, bad people who are shit on and discarded, a theme that resonates in my soul. The studio cut is not my movie. Read that again. Um, he goes on later to say that his original cut had, you know, character arcs and a deep story full of meaning performances that the third act resolved all the conflict, but not bad, you know, in a bad movie way conflict, but the actual story conflict in a way that was truthful and honest and great. And that not very many people have seen that original cut and what we saw in theaters is not what he worked on or wanted, basically wanted us to come to know as the Suicide Squad. So it it was disheartening for me because as a hashtag released the Snyder Cut person, you know, last year and the year before pushing for that, to have also been behind releasing the air cut, it's kind of like, oh man, I would have loved to see, you know, his interpretation of the Suicide Squad, which from the very first trailer we got before that movie came out, looked like a wonderfully promising movie. I will admit, when I saw that very first trailer for Suicide Squad, I said, oh my gosh, we're getting something that's gritty and real, but also a ton of action, and it just looked fantastic. And I know many of us, when seeing <laughs> what we saw in the theaters several months later, were like, this is not what the trailer promised me <laughs> at all. <laughs> whatsoever. So um, as disheartened as I am that we may never get the air cut, again, I respect his decision a thousand percent because as a creative person, I'm sure there was nothing more heartbreaking for him with the life he led to see his work change so drastically and not given the respect it deserves. And now while yes, you may have fans that are really pushing and gunning for you to, oh, release, you know, your version of what you did, we're behind you, we're supportive. He may be in a place where it's like, you know what, we'll let it rest. We have another Suicide Squad movie coming out. Let that be what it is going to be. And from the looks of it, it looks like that one's going to be a very, very good iteration of the Suicide Squad. I'm very excited to see. So it looks like he's passing the baton in a very humble and respectful way so that this new Suicide Squad movie has the opportunity to shine on its own. Yeah, I agree with you. When I read, I had no idea that David Ayer had gone through such a challenging life, earlier life. Like I had no idea. So it does make sense that why he kind of is, you know, taking it very hard to that no one saw his actual cut and his vision. And it felt like that when I saw the movie, to be honest, I was like, so much got cut, I think, or changed because to the point where it didn't make sense. And I was right. like, I, and I don't, and I don't understand what the, what story they're trying to tell here. So I think for a while we knew there was an error cut because there's been whispers and he's, you know, hinted at it, but he's never put out, you know, the, the long tweet as he has. And 
this is kind of, you know, coming to we're we're about to get the new Suicide Squad. So I also wonder maybe if he's doing this to kind of tell the some of the more passionate, I'll use the word passionate people <laughs> to say, look, don't come for me about my Suicide Squad. This is the here you what you want. This is like the last time I'm saying this. And if you guys still don't want to listen, then you don't want to listen. Right. Right. But um, he said his piece and hopefully people don't come for him. It's natural to want to compare, but you can do it in a critical way where you're not being offensive and mean to, you know, the other director who's literally just poured his heart out, you know. And said, "This is this is the story you guys didn't know. Like I really had no idea, and it's not it's not my business to know about his 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 you know early life. That's private. So I like that. I am thankful that he was able to share that with us to give us a little bit more of an understanding of what Suicide Squad and that story that he directed meant to him. And like you said, it's heartbreaking to have your work when you finally watch back the final product and you're like, no, what happened? This is not the story I wanted to tell." It's right. also not the first time we've heard about this in Hollywood. Right. I, exactly. And unfortunately, it is a song that's been sung many times over and yeah. it may happen again. Um, but I, again, I truly appreciate how forthcoming and open and honest he was because um, it put a lot into perspective. Like you said, like having no idea about his life and how he grew up and was raised beforehand. And then to see why now one would maybe want to hold back on releasing the work, it makes sense. And I respect that decision a thousand percent. So I can't imagine doing art, like building a gingerbread house, submitting it to my teacher, my teacher being like, oh no, it needs work, redoing the whole thing. And then a classmate submits theirs and then, oh my gosh, that one is so amazing. And you're like, but mine was good too. You destroyed it because you thought it wasn't good, but just because she put, you know gumdrops on hers it's amazing <laughs> i liked my peppermints instead <laughs> right right so oh, yeah well i mean you look you never say never i know he's not pushing for the air cut but who's who's to know years down the line maybe he buys that back from this i don't know if that's a thing i have no idea of how that, that's how yeah it no that's a good point would that be something maybe in the future he can get back and do similarly to um, Zack Snyder or will, will they just pat him on the shoulder and make him direct the sequel to the next Suicide Squad movie? Like we'll see where this goes, how it pans out. He, I get the impression from him. He's kind of like done and doesn't want involvement ever (laughs) again because of this process. I hope he works on maybe other projects in different studios or with different producers and can do his calling in a, more freeing way i hope um but yeah we like you said this week i don't understand (laughs) what's been going on in the film world it's been a lot (laughs) yeah things are going there's there's got to be some sort of planet or moon that's that's in retrograde that's wigging out in outer space (laughs) something 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 i don't know we gotta just embrace the good vibes guys yes good vibes only Good vibes only in the shout out corner, which reached to that part of the show where Nikita and I bring up um, various, whether it's small business, favorite product or food. This is where we like to shout them out in this final segment of our show. And today, ironically, both food, one main course and one dessert. Nikita, you were talking about pizza earlier. Let's go ahead and dive into this. 
So this spot is um, the only place my boyfriend, who is Italian, and I will get pizza from. It is a spot here in LA called L'Antica Pizzeria di Da Michele. So if you're a pizza lover, I'm sure at some point in your life, you've come to the realization that not all pizza equates to good pizza. As a New Yorker, (laughs) when I tell you coming out here to LA, it was a struggle to find good pizza like I know from back home. Man, every store that said New York style pizza that I went into and I tried ended up in the trash. I know it's wasteful. I know, I know, I know. But it is not good out here unless you want something, you know, specialty like Nutella and pepperoni. Ellie is very good at specialty things and vegan yes. things for sure. But just yes. a regular good cheese slice, impossible to find. That is until we stumbled upon Lantica Pizzeria da Michele. It is authentic Neapolitan style pizzeria in the heart of Hollywood where you can find your traditional margarita or marinara pizza for sure. But they take it up a notch, let me tell you, with some absolutely delicious toppings. So you can get your Montanara pizza, for example, that has deep fried pizza dough, marinara sauce, and Parmigiano and basil. Or you could have your Bianca pizza, which are just white cheeses and pecorino and basil, you can have truffles on your pizza. If you want to be bougie and extra and pay $60 for a pie, you could have truffle pizza, or you could have prosciutto and arugula. I mean, the toppings are delectable, delicious, high-end, but so, so good. And I've been to Italy. I've had authentic, traditional Italian pizza, and this does not disappoint at all whatsoever. So if you can, I highly recommend making a stop over and treating yourself to some of the most delectable, delicious pizza you will ever have in Los Angeles because it is not easy to find out here. So take it from me. If you don't want to be disappointed, go here. Run, don't walk. Run, don't walk to get the pizza. I am looking on their Instagram, which Nikita so graciously linked in our show notes. And this, first of all, the account is aesthetic af mm-hmm. and secondly the pizzas look like look like they got obviously they got pizza right um <laughs> it is i think it is very hard to find good pizza here on the west coast like even in florida i would say some of the pizza that I, that i found is significantly better than here nothing really has beaten new york pizza i think i've gone to one place here in la where i was like oh this is actually pretty good and i don't mean like your chain stores like a domino's or oh, right right yeah that that's a that's a if you got no no other ideas or you know you're hosting <laughs> like a party or something like that yes get the pizza it's fine we don't want a pizza shame anybody but this is pizza like it in New is. York, yeah, mm-hmm. in New York, it has like the best pizza. And I remember you can even there's some places I don't remember where it was. There's some like, you know how they do like the dollar slices. Uh huh. Yep. Even some of those places in New York are pretty good where I was exactly. like, oh, OK, but you got to find the right one because there are some that are that are not great. Right, right. You can't go wrong with the traditional, you know, Italian owned and passed down through generations, Italian pizzerias. But again, Lantica here in LA, they've done a fantastic job. If you don't want pizza, they also have many different uh, pasta courses. So spaghetti, pappardelle, fettuccine, cavatelli. They have a bunch of different other options as well. But 
the wood oven that you can see when you're sitting because it's a half indoor, half outdoor restaurant. You see like it is totally open facing into the restaurant from both ends. You see them prepping the dough from scratch, tossing it, you know, working it. The ovens, you can see, you know, when they're putting it in the fresh the mozzarella is the fresh mozzarella balls that they make there that they rip by hand and sprinkle on top. It's not the 365 whole food shredded mozzarella. No, 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 no. <laughs> they don't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Authentic only. Authentic only because, and they are frequented by, okay, I'll give you an example. Last time I went, there was a prince and a princess. What the heck? From, I wish I could remember what country, but a prince and princess there sitting at the bar. Do they have rose petals at their feet? Like, come to America? No, not that quite. (laughs) No, no, no. Not all that. But it wouldn't have surprised me. A A prince prince and a princess princess. were there. Yes. And there there were politicians, some California politicians I recognized in the restaurant as well, because it is known as, again, authentic Neapolitan traditional Italian pizza. Yeah. You got people visiting, got royalty visiting, visiting uh, LA. You can't treat them to crap LA. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) So again, if you can, it's kind of, it's tucked away around a side street off of either Sunset or Hollywood Boulevard, but I think it's Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you know, you don't want to try anything else ever again. That is the last time I've gone for like outside pizza. Other than that, my boyfriend makes it from scratch and then that's the only other pizza I have. Nice. I'm sure that's delicious though. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. So lucky. And I'm looking at the pizzeria's menu. And like you said, they, if you, I don't know why you'd go to a pizzeria and not get pizza. Um, but let's <laughs> say like you get one for the table and then you also want something else. They have a full, like, they, from appetizers to mm-hmm. salads to veggie, side veggies. They got pasta. If you want your carbs, they got cheese boards. They have entrees. They have a truffle burger that I 100%, 100% would order because I like to be bougie like that. And they have a whole dessert. And then Nikita, I'm, Kind of at, towards the bottom of their venue here, menu here, they've got gelato. Mm-hmm. They've got a whole like cafe on the outside as well. Little gelato cakes. They've got organic teas. They got a brunch menu. Yeah, <laughs> on the weekends until three, which is kind of what I want to go for because I was seeing on their um, Instagram they got some pizza, but with like eggs on top. Exactly right. Wow, they go all out, and you you would think. At first glance, like, oh, this is just aesthetic for Instagram. You know, it's very, like, over the top. No, 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 no. It is delicious and made with love, care, intention, and a promise to authenticity. I love that so much. I'm super hungry. I've never heard of this place. So I definitely am so thankful that you brought it into our show notes because I definitely want to like, this is like a special occasion kind of a place. I would definitely recommend, right, because it is a little bit more on the pricey side. Save it up for some kind of special occasion celebration. for my birthday this year. There you go. Right. And they do both pick up and delivery too. So depending on where you are on, you know, going out to eat or if you prefer staying home, you are more than welcome to either go pick up in person and then you can get a quick look at the space itself or just have delivery. 
Yeah, this everything looks amazing. I think if I feel okay in September about outdoor dining, I definitely want to do a visit. If not, I'll do a quick、uh, pickup, and we have a pizza stone, so I can just oh perfect do a quick little little like、uh, what is it called like a little, little heat up in the oven right and stick in the oven right right perfect. And I just saw on their Insta, I didn't see this in the menu, but、um, they have bone marrow risotto. <laughs> on their Instagram, yeah, I just I, full on paused.、Wow. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is a must. This is a must must try for sure. Save it for a special day, special occasion. But, exactly.、Uh, based on the photos and and you know how highly you're speaking of this place, I definitely want to give it a visit. Do it. Do it. Do it. So for my shout out corner, I am、um, shouting out this place called Fluff Ice, and I'm calling it out because Dustin actually brought back a little Fluff Ice yesterday. So they mostly have like a little food truck. So you want to look on their Instagram or their、um, website to see where they pop up next. You can also hire them, obviously, for catering events. So you can get their stuff, fundraising events, birthdays, whatever it may be. But you can either build. So fluff ice is a shaved ice、uh, truck. If you've never had shaved ice, think. I don't want to equate it to ice cream because it's creamier,、right. but like softer than ice cream, and it's not gelato. It's a really like a fluffy is a great. Way to describe it. it's、mm-hmm. a fluffy cloud kind of consistency, and they have various、uh, flavors from coconut to they have a hollow hollow which is taro, they have some peach green tea,、mm-hmm. they have the original fluff chocolate strawberry Thai tea, mango and so much more. So Dustin brought home yesterday the mango、oh. madness,、oh、and it、gosh. has actual mango. Pieces on top with some mango jelly, and it was not overly sweet because the mango added a little tartness to it. But it was so delicious, I was kind of mad that he didn't bring home a large. I think he just brought <laughs> home the regular. I don't know. <laughs> but there's other flavors too. There's coffee. There's honeydew. There is、oh uh, I said、goodness. coconut already, and、mm. then so you can either get one of their signature combinations, or you can build your own fluff, which is something I probably would do. And you you can pick any of the fluffs you want, and then their toppings include mango, strawberry mochi, red bean,、mm-hmm. lychee jelly, mango jelly, egg pudding, gummy bears, <sighs>、oh、Oreos, chocolate chips, graham crackers, and sprinkles. And you can top it off with some syrup as well, chocolate, caramel. Their classic, which is probably like condensed milk.、Um, this sounds absolutely amazing, and I t- tend to lean forward. So. Um, I want to say shaved ice is I don't know if it's Taiwanese, but it's certainly East Asian inspired. Um, or should I say Asian inspired? Because I think it's it's throughout the the Pacific Islands as well, right? And it's such a nice treat. And the way I first heard about it is this: like in the night market, my mom would never let me get it because she was like, "Oh, it's the box of ice has been sitting out for how long?" She's very much a germaphobe, which、it、I sounds like my mom. <laughs> don't don't eat that. Don't eat that. Was,、right. We'll get you something better. And I was like, "But I want that. That looks like fun." Giant block of ice. That、um, has it's kind of been like mixed with the flavor of like say like vanilla or chocolate whatever maybe say mango and then the, it's on like a turntable kind of a thing where they shave it down and then and then it comes down into your cup and then they put all the different toppings on it. I don't know if you've ever had shaved ice. I have many times, and everything about this is calling my name because it looks and sounds so. Good, the mango madness, which is the one you said you got, sounds、mm-hmm. amazing. 
My gosh. And I want to try the halo halo as well because I love taro. <gasps> yeah, right? And I love so toppings and mix and match. Like if I have to choose, I would get a large already. I'm not even mm-hmm. bothering with the mini or regular. <laughs> Just get me the large. I would do probably the mango with – and they have egg pudding as a top. I oh know. The egg pudding. I Like, if you guys haven't tried it, don't sleep on the egg pudding. I know it sounds weird, but just It's try so good. It. <laughs> it's so good. You can follow them on Instagram, too, at just Fluff Eyes. It's the same as their uh, their name that can hopefully mm-hmm. tell you where they're going to be. We don't really know. They I think they have a, uh, like a brick-and-mortar store in Vegas. So oh, uh, next okay. time you guys travel to Vegas, I don't know exactly where it is. Let's see. It's on North – Nellis Boulevard, uh, Suite 110 in Vegas. So if that sounds familiar to you, go ahead and give them, um, check them out. Otherwise, it's just food trucks. And so I would just follow their um, their Insta to see where they pop up next because you never know. Um, but yeah, if you've never tried um, shaved ice in general, find a place if you can near you, even if it's not fluff ice, and go try it out. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you, it's so you good. You might not. Yeah, it's very different than ice cream. It's right. the perfect summer treat. Agreed. It, it really is. Uh, between fluff ice and gelato, I actually can honestly say I don't remember the last time I've had regular ice cream. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We still have to take you to Handel's ice cream. I know. Exactly. And that'll be the first time in – a year and a half because salt and straw I had a year and a half ago. Everything else has been shaved ice or gelato. Yeah, so funny. (laughs) I love it. it. (laughs) We love a good icy uh, summer summery dessert. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Now I want some more. I drive out and see if they're around today. (laughs) I want all the things right now. I'm so hungry. (laughs) I know it's so good. Get a little pizza. Get a little right. Exactly. Get some fluff ice, and you're good for the day. You're good for the day. And with that, we're going to be closing out this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, The Geek and Glitter podcast is everywhere. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, basically wherever you download podcasts. And we're of course hosted by Anchor, where you, if you're listening on the Anchor app. You can actually leave us a uh, message, a voicemail on Anchor free of charge that we can listen to and play back on a future episode. And of course, you can always email us at geekglitter at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover on future episodes. Nikita, thank you so much for being, as always, an amazing co-host. Where can everybody find you on social media? Thank you for having me, Wendy. I am on Instagram at Nikita period Francois and everywhere else just at Nikita Francois. And you can find me uh, everywhere at Wendy Lee Zaney. The last name is spelled S-Z-A-N-Y. There's, the S is silent. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also follow Geek & Glitter on Instagram and Twitter at Geek & Glitter or at the website www.geekandglitter.com. There's a whole new article on there on the Her Universe Fashion Show if you want to check that out with visual guides. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will chat with you next time. Bye! Bye!